Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey, everybody, this is Turk182. Hey, I'm a Comey. You got me right the split second I was taking a drink. <laughs> oh, you said, you know, you went down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and uh, welcome to an uh, episode of Our Moms Think You're Funny. I'm sorry. Let me start this again. Welcome to a very special episode of Our Moms Think We're Funny. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> so, as uh, as many of you know, you know, Akomi and I try to stay away from like really serious and heavy topics. That's not what our what our show is about. And when we do bring them up, we uh, you know, we try to not make make light or make fun of it. But we mm-hmm. do try to, you know, put a, a slightly humorous slant onto, you know, at the, same, at the same time, you know, talking about something that's really serious. So uh, we've got a kind of a serious issue to talk about today that we're going to try to put our, our own little serious uh, slant on. Yeah, yeah. But, and um, yes, it, it's interesting that you bring up that, you know, we do try to shy away from like the super heavy stuff, largely because we I, I guess like we feel like this isn't really the platform for it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's fair to say, but, um, I think it's been kind of understood between the two of us that, you know, there's certain things going on in the world today and, you know, the world is kind of falling apart that we just kind of understood. It's like, we might not want to, you know, talk about this too much on the podcast, but then I sent you this headline and not 15 seconds after I sent it to you that you responded with, we have our topic yeah. for Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> But so, as everyone knows, uh, or if you've been listening to the podcast, know that generally when we're not doing a remote recording, uh, Akomi and I kind of warm ourselves up uh, beforehand, and then we'll have like a, a background, uh, like movie or something playing, uh, just because it's just you know just something that that we do to kind of uh, I don't know it's just it's actually I think just become a tradition now more than anything. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're I think it's like doodling in class. It just helps us focus. Yeah. Uh, and, but with us being, you know, recording remotely for right now, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to do that. It's not the same vibe. Uh, yeah. But yeah. we still we still have to try to get you know kind of get ourselves ready to podcast and get our energy level up. Uh, so before we get into our serious heavy topic, um, we are going to uh, take a, a moment to get ourselves prepared, get into that that humorous mindset and to do this Sounds i have good. sent a Comey a very special uh link youtube uh to a youtube video and we're going to do our first i guess it's probably our first outside of our let's watches our first audio reaction or i guess like audio video reaction audio right yes uh yeah. I, I guess so yeah okay Akomi reacts. Yes, Akomi reacts. And this is uh, <laughs> what he's going to be watching is the trailer for a movie that I'd actually told him once before about. I was going, we got to do a let's watch of this. And uh, and I sent you the link, but you didn't look at it. Uh, and I sent uh, the first link I sent you was the Shout Factory trailer uh, for when they hmm. did their their special collector's edition for the Blu-ray. The one I've sent you this time is a different one. It's the trailer that I saw when I looked at it on TV on cable. So, um, okay. and the movie that you're going to be taking a look at is one called The Phantom of Paradise. And this is a cult classic movie. So some people are listening to like, oh, I know that. So when you are ready, Comey, go ahead and push that button. 
All right, I'm gonna click the link here, and uh, I've got I've got my laptop headphones on here, so uh, hopefully it won't pick up on the mic. But I'm clicking now. YouTube is opening. Let's see what we got. Okay, we have Elton John stepping out into a harem. Oh, that's not Elton John. It looks a lot like Elton John to me. Yeah, it's supposed to look like Elton John. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now we got this nice split-screen explosion. <laughs> What's this? It's a Power Ranger. <laughs> okay. Is this guy like four foot eight? Oh yeah, he's real small, and he's uh. watching at the same time you are so i can see what you're <laughs> reacting to you gotta <laughs> just how he stamps his signature we gotta start doing it at the, at the cons <laughs> so you got atm and that light bright torso of yours <laughs> so oh god it's b arthur <laughs> <laughs> shady pines ma <laughs> So, so the, the little guy is like a, you know, big time like like a songwriter. He's won like an Academy Award or two, and 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 the songs for this movie were nominated for an Academy Award, by the way. <laughs> okay. This movie that looks like that looks like the Warriors meet Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, exactly. So we got this guy singing opera, but he's painted up like Kiss. Wow. <laughs> hey, that's the intro we were planning for the zombie punk comic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Now I regret not having watched the trailer sooner, but I'm kind of glad I get to react to it live here. I like this trailer more than the other one, because this one is just balls out, just knucking futs. It's, it's very, like just random like they don't seem to be planning exactly what scenes they're going to show us here and so i'm looking at this guy and you saw the harem before where everyone's like oh, oh i'm like wait wait that midget little pudgy bellied midget like you guys are all <laughs> on him like what <laughs> and, and the plot of the movie says that 20 years ago he sold his soul to the devil for eternal youth and fame and i'm like eternal youth that's what fucking eternal youth looks like <laughs> I mean, honestly, this more looks like the Donald Trump story than a guy who sold his soul for eternal youth and fame, but okay. It's like, I sold my soul to Satan for eternal youth. Actually, I'm not Satan, I'm Herman, Satan's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a freaky, freaky trip, my man. <laughs> oh, so now, is it just me? Is it just me, or does that look like the biggest load of shit you have ever seen? <laughs> looks pretty bad <laughs> okay so i mean just I, I again i'm gonna ask does that not look like the biggest load of i mean it just it looks like it's just rife for just making fun of yes oh yeah yeah okay yeah absolutely i think this is gonna be one of our better let's watches so i'm certainly looking forward to it okay so now i'm gonna drop a bomb on you like a gap band okay 
not only is that a cult classic, and like I said, the songs apparently were nominated for an Academy Award, the soundtrack nominated for the Academy Award, that was written and directed by Brian De Palma. Wow. We're, we're, <laughs> okay. We're talking about the like the Scarface Brian De Palma. You know, we're talking wow. about like the Untouchables Brian De Palma. I mean, <laughs> I'm like I'm like it, that the guy that did Blowout. I'm like, what? Are you, are you are you fucking kidding me? That when I saw the trailer, I did not know that was a Brian De Palma film. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding. Me. And here's the thing. Because I was talking to somebody about this earlier, is that if you watch that Spielberg documentary that was on HBO, and it talks about like yeah. De Palma and Scorsese and Coppola and Lucas and Spielberg all being friends back in the 70s, and I think Toby Hooper was like there too, and they all hung out together, and it, it which is just wild, just that I talked about this before, just all of them being there, mm-hmm. and the the just the the difference in like their styles and stuff all being friends is just 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 wild to me yeah yeah no that's that's fantastic but he when he was first shown uh star wars after lucas had done star wars and he was shown to him (laughs) the poem was like what the fuck is this (laughs) he's like this movie is just garbage (laughs) <laughs> which i which i just got the biggest kick out of because apparently it really hurt george's feelings <laughs> and i'm like i'm like okay i thought that was funny but then i'm like wait a minute wait a minute the guy that made the phantom of paradise has no right to criticize star wars <laughs> right <laughs> right it's like that point is like excuse you <laughs> i'm like wow i'm like brian like that I was like oh my god you got to be freaking kidding me man <laughs> really wow and but, like, like, I mean, the first Star Wars is one of the best ones, though. <laughs> I mean, I think Empire's better than A New Hope, but still. Yeah, isn't that the one where um, all those uh, those maintenance men died? Uh, maintenance men? You mean when they blew up the Death Star? Yeah. That was the... Uh, that was Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's right, that's the right. Death Star was still under construction. Right, yeah, so... Yeah. Although that, there would be maintenance staff on the completed Death Star too. Yeah, someone's got to fix that damn trash compactor. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah, they they had to have cleaning staff and shit. Yeah. By the way, how do you get some kind of weird ass alien creature in your trash compactor on your big floating space moon and not know <laughs> about it? I can see if like it was in your house, it like and you're like, hey, where'd this thing come from? And it's like, oh well, apparently it burrowed its way in or came up, you know. Do this, but on your big floating space moon. So yeah, I, I think they were just common pests back in the day, you know. So did somebody? Like, Margaret, we got a slunch in the garbage chute again. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, so does somebody have like a like a a weird space squid as a pet, and then they flush it down the like the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bring your kid to work day, you know. Ah. Uh. You know, that's the thing. We always talk about, like, how awesome it would be to live in a world like that, like in the Star Wars world or the Star Trek world, but it's like we would have the most boring-ass job, like being, like, a space pest, uh, you know, exterminator or something like that. You know, I will say, though, one of the great things about the Star Trek universe is that, you know, as they say, there, there's no money in, mm-hmm. in Star Trek, you know, and, you know, the replicators will make anything you want, and so every, everything is equal. Everybody can have what anybody has. So you do things just because you want to. So if you run a restaurant like uh, like Cisco's dad did, he runs a restaurant because he likes running a restaurant. Yeah. The great thing about that is that 
there's, there's, there's no money. So like no one gets paid more than anybody else. You just like say you do your job because that's the job you like to do. So if let's say that my job is I'm like a transporter chief, like O'Brien was like when he was still on the, on the uh, Enterprise. When shit goes down and it's like, you know, everything's equal. But man, I am so glad that like all these people's lives aren't in my hands. And I still get yeah. paid the same amount as you do. <laughs> I feel so good. <laughs> oh. oh, and I, I by the way, since we're here on mic, I do have to um, to uh, make an apology slash correction. So when I did like one of my mini rants about Star Wars, you know, and I was talking about how like how the fuck did Obi Wan like know like who Vader was and be like, oh yeah, Vader this. And it was pointed out to me by um, by uh, Analog Aperture, and oh. and uh, and I guess I kind of forgotten about it because <clears throat> in my mind I was just raging so much. Um, <laughs> when uh, when Obi Wan um, in Revenge of the Sith, when he uh, finds out about the the death of the younglings, and uh, he they go to find out because Yoda tells him that oh these were all killed by uh, by lightsaber, not by blaster. And he's like, I've got to find out, you know, what happened. And Yoda tells him not to look at the at the uh, the data tapes, and he does. Yeah. And in there is a recording of um, Palpatine telling uh, Anakin that, you know, you're my new Sith apprentice. Rise, and your name is Darth Vader. Ah, uh, okay. Which I'm like, okay, so yeah, so he knew he was called Darth Vader at that point, and so then he knows Vader. Uh, there's so little I remember about the prequel trilogy outside of like the child Anakin scenes. I will say though that two things about that, and then people are like, oh, "Of course you got to, you can't just let it go. You still got to shit on Star Wars." And again, I like <laughs> Star Wars for the most part, but like I said, the inconsistencies, I just got to point them out. If I see them, I got to point them out. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And like I'm saying right now, I was wrong about some stuff. But that being said, um, uh, you. You left him for dead, which was a dick move. I mean, it really was. You could just put him out of, oh, yeah. out, of, you know, out of his misery. And if you had of, you never had any of that other shit that would have happened to you later. Um, but knowing that you left him there lying beside a, a lake of lava, uh, when you do see a guy that's like Darth Vader, you really don't still don't really have a reason to think that that's still Anakin Skywalker, right? Because as far right, as you're concerned, right. he should be dead. And and every time, every time the every time the Empire does something evil. And Vader's involved, you should be kicking yourself. Be like, oh, only if that's Anakin. If that is Anakin, shit, that's my fault. Aldron got blown yeah, up. Yeah. Oh shit, that's my fault. Damn it, Dantooine. Oh shit, that's my fault. <laughs> but so, well, so to be fair, Dantooine was totally Leia's fault because she just threw them under the bus. <laughs> well, actually, they they blew up Aldron instead of Dantooine. So I don't know if they even went if they still blew them up. I think I would have done it just out of spite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably so, yeah. It's like, well, if I were the Empire, I certainly would. It's like, well, sounds you're blowing up Alderaan. There's no point blowing up Aunt Dantooine. Oh, no, 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 no. We're just calibrating. And now we're going to go <laughs> blow them up. So, again, not, not to nitpick, but if whatever was going on in Palpatine's, like, chamber, because he, he was in his, like, Senate chamber, was recorded, yeah. couldn't you have gone to those recordings at any time? And seeing him just walking around back and forth pacing, going, I can't wait till I can form the Grand Galactic Empire. 
Messiah, right? <laughs> you could have you could have voyeured the shit out of him like this whole time. You didn't have to have Anakin. Or if you were like, I mean, they they think like I don't really trust Anakin. Well, let's go see what they've been talking about, right? You had this, you had this opportunity the whole time, but you never right. used it. And why would he have cameras in there? That'd be like having a live feed to the Oval Office, right? I mean, like, right. let me just go ahead and tune into that right now. I'm like, hey, I wonder what Bill Clinton's going to do with that cigar. Holy shit! <laughs> it's, it's one of those untold Star Wars stories that, like, is in, like, the extended novels or something where, like, there is that security guard who reviews the security footage and he's like, huh. Every time Palpatine hangs up from a conference call, he always chuckles to himself and goes, <laughs> the fools, they suspect nothing. I wonder what that's all about. He hangs up the phone and he goes, <laughs> phone call complete. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like shrugs and finishes his like Twizzlers and he's like, eh, it's probably nothing. <laughs> they don't pay me enough to care. I love that robot chicken sketch where, where the bodies keep falling the guy's like, it's like, ugh, I gotta move the chorus in. <laughs> and, then, and then the body falls. He's like, ugh. He goes, I gotta move to the Death Star. <laughs> I mean, to Cloud City. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, I guess uh, now on to the serious topic, huh? Uh, well, real quick, I want to give a shout-out, because I texted you about it, um, and I, I have to sing its praises on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, please do. Um. So, I, I had heard great things about Macho Man Randy Savage's rap album. I believe it was released in 2005, called Be a Man. Man, let me tell you, I, I came looking for copper and I found gold. <laughs> I mean, I loved all 14 tracks on that. <laughs> 14 tracks? Oh, does he have any guest stars? Yeah, yeah. Nobody that like I recognize, but I'm also not like incredibly familiar with the rap hip-hop scene. But uh, yeah, no, there there are entire songs where it is actually somebody else rapping, and it's just Macho in the background going, "Yeah, oh yeah," is like. The hype <laughs> I wonder if he gave if he actually did every "oh yeah" or if they just looped it. <laughs> I like to think that he did every one because there's a lot of love that was put into this album. He's got uh, a tribute to Mr. Perfect called "My Perfect Friend." Which is like a power ballad. Wow. <laughs> He's got a diss track against Hulk Hogan, <laughs> called, which is actually the title track of the album. It's actually Be a Man. And uh, he's making fun of all of uh, Hulk Hogan's direct-to-video movies, which I don't even remember what any of the titles of those were. I remember watching them as a kid, and I remember them being terrible. Suburban but, Commando. Um, uh, yeah. Mr. Nanny, like, I think, is one. Yeah, Mr. Nanny. That was it. Yeah, that was the one that we saw. Isn't Isn't there <laughs> one... Where he's like uh he's like Santa Claus. Uh maybe, but I don't think I ever saw that one. I think I heard about it. But yeah, he makes a reference to that and is talking about how bad all of his movies are, and he was like, I had a feature role in Spider-Man. It's like Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> I mean it's a great three minute scene, but it was a three minute scene, dude. <laughs> no, it, it's a great scene. I love it. I love it. I mean, you know I love anything that Macho Man does, but it's, oh, it's such a good album. <laughs> and I tried to show my D&D group the album, and they were like, I'm not listening to that. Why do you do this stuff to yourself? It's like you hate yourself. And it's like, no. <laughs> no, just like how nobody really appreciates Nick Cage movies for how good they are, nobody really appreciates Be a Man for what a great album it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's quite nice. It's phenomenal. So yeah, so anybody listening, if you really want a good time, I highly recommend giving Be A Man a listen. It's a great album. 
Very nice. <laughs> so that said, I guess we should jump into our topic. <laughs> okay, so um, you sent me the article. So if you would mind, if you could go ahead and uh, and present that again. Get this sucker pulled up here. Um, Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> oh! The sheriff is near. <laughs> no! <laughs> Shit, where's that link now? There we go. Okay, this is from uh, this is from Daily Mail. Uh, you know what? Let me actually just pull it up on my laptop so I'm not away from the mic. I've, I've got my phone set up really weird. Okay. Daily Mail. <laughs> this is gonna. This is phenomenal. Okay. <laughs> so this is from a Daily Mail article from a couple days ago. Uh, oh, from the 10th. Yeah, so like three days ago. Here is the headline. Uh Influencers are slammed for posing in blackface in a horribly misguided effort to show solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. That is that that is that is quite special. So <laughs> you you said that to me and I I read the headline and my immediate reaction was, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So you and I, I think had a conversation once and we were talking about um you know people uh like when you are dressing up for a Halloween or a special event or a cosplaying or something like that, <clears throat> how if you want to cosplay as someone, uh, let's say in this case, we're talking about black person so as a black person, mm-hmm. just putting on a, a costume isn't enough. So let, let's say that I wanted to be Harvey, like uh, Harvey Dent from, huh? Harvey Dent, Harvey Dent, sorry. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I've thrown back like two rum and cokes before we started recording, so... (laughs) I didn't realize it was going to be that kind of recording, or else I would have had one, too. (laughs) It's always that kind of recording with me, if I can help it. (laughs) So, so, uh, let's say you wanted to do, from from the first Batman movie, you know, that being Billy D. Williams... And right. he actually never got a chance to be Harvey Dent until the Lego Batman movie, because, you know, they then replaced him with uh, Tommy Lee Jones and, and all that. Mm-hmm. So if I just if I'm a, if, if I'm a white guy and I said I'm going to be Two-Face, but I want to be that particular Two-Face. Unless I do something with the unscarred side of my face. I'm either Aaron Eckhart or I'm, you know, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Right. Those, yeah. those are my, those are my only two options or, um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, crap. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank in his name now. Uh, uh, Mull. Uh, it was, uh, the guy that played bull in night court who does the voice of Harvey Dent in the Batman animated series. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, he's a good actor. I like him. Yeah. Uh, so that, those are the, yeah, he is. I'm sorry. He is a good actor. Um, his his role in the movie House uh, is is good. Um, but those are that that that's it. So the only way I can say I want to be this particular one for whatever your reasons are, if you're putting on a costume, I'm okay with that. If you are portraying a particular person, you know. But. This is not that. 
Right, right. And and I, and I know some people are like, well, you should never do that. I'm like, yeah, I guess you should never do it, but it happens all the time. I mean, so let's let's take for example here, uh, Eddie Murphy coming to America, where he plays a Jewish mm-hmm. guy. I mean, he's playing a character. So how does that? Yeah. How does him putting on the makeup to be a Jewish person, putting on the accent and you know the mannerisms of a of an older Jewish guy? Um, how is that different from me doing the same thing as a Halloween costume or as a cosplay? Right. Right. You know what? Because I'm doing it for a movie. No, that, that's that's like the the, the, the joke or the, that's not really a joke, but the the comment that people make about you know what's the difference between like you know uh, porn and prostitution is like whether or not there's a camera rolling. You know, right, it's like right. well, yeah, that's that's not really the same thing. Um, because I don't, I don't get to have like a, a retake with a, a prostitute and not have to pay for it again. Um, like, oops. Doesn't Seth MacFarlane have a bit for that in American Dad? Um, he may have. Or am I thinking of something else? Uh, there, there was some kind of video or something where like the cops come barging in, they're like, yes. you're under arrest for prostitution. And then he sets up the camera and it's like, oh, okay. Well, it's just porn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but yeah, I mean, if, you know, if, if, if I, if I come too fast with a prostitute, it's you know, like, I'm like, okay, sorry, this, uh. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, take two. Like, <laughs> yeah, take two is going to require <laughs> money too. But so again, like I said it, it's all about, everything is, is about context, right? And, and that's right. really what it is. In this case, what you're doing is—I don't even want to say it's misguided because no, I think misguided is way too soft. I think it's I, extremely ignorant. <laughs> exactly. It, and that's what I was gonna say. It's like I don't want to say it's misguided because at some point you should know better. So, okay, you know they're still protesting in China. If I mm-hmm. were to, if I were to, you know, uh, I'm just gonna say comb my hair back. Uh, I don't even have to do that really. But if I were to, I don't know, put some like you know, I don't know, uh, uh, foundation on my face and then pull my eyes and tape them back and be like, I support the Chinese, like. No, you're just being a fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you don't do that. I mean, even me saying that just sounds horrible. It does. I mean, it sounds really bad. Do you you don't do that? I mean, it's just I mean, like and I'm like so how are and and the other part of that is when you guys if you anybody listen to this if you go to that article and look it up. There's one woman that did her face in like several different shades. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I get what you're trying to do. It's still not right. And then there's one chick that went kind of like ultra tan, which I'm like, oh, yeah. it's like, it looks like he went Bert Sienna and never came and didn't go back. <laughs> yeah, she's the one who's like got this German caption. Yes. But she's right next to a chick who totally phoned it in and just like literally smeared charcoal on her face. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. So like the, the one chick, <laughs> the one chick sitting there, she's like, she's got her black face on. She's like the commissar. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. And then, <laughs> then the other one, she, she's like, she's like, you know, like show time. She's like, mommy, it's me, your sonny boy, mommy. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what did you do? I'm like, 
like you could have gone the whole like soul man movie route you know see thomas howell and be like i'm just gonna put like some 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 like tanning you know stuff on or or anything but (laughs) no she was like what's like the darkest blackest shit i can find i'm gonna rub that all on my face and everything and be like i got a sharpie in my drunk drawer right and she's like i'm gonna stand with you my brother be like you better stand your ass fucking over there. <laughs> did, did you notice that her caption was the makeup tutorial we need today? Oh, uh, I did not notice that, but. <laughs> God. Oh, God. I'm like, what? What? And was- that's the thing. It's like, we, we tried to avoid this because we didn't really feel like we it was like really necessarily our place but this is too much <laughs> i mean i have to say kind of kind of my place <laughs> well yeah <laughs> and I'm, I'm, yes. like, I'm like i'm like oh, i don't i don't i don't get uh oh, uh oh, yeah and and again I, i'm trying so coming at this from from my perspective you know there is a lot i probably should be saying um, and I'm not not saying things because I'm like, I'm not trying to, I don't want to alienate my listener or our listeners or anything like that. Right. Because it, it's, I don't want to say like, I'm, you know, I, it's all about, you got to stand up for what you, you know, for what's right and all this kind of stuff. But cause you, you do, it's like, and this is what I feel and, and all that kind of stuff that that's all very important no matter what it is. And, um, and of course some people are going to be a little bit more, you know, uh, <clears throat> and they have a difference of opinion as for like what's right and what's wrong, you know. But if we can just stick to the basic tenets of things, being you know treating people, you know, with respect and like people, and like you and I have always said throughout the entire podcast, even when we've done things like you know all of our Jason goes swimming stuff, you know, we we right. we said, <laughs> you know, I don't care who you are, what you are, what you do, where you came from, whatever. Right? If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. But I'm at least going to try to get to know you first before I'm going to call you an asshole. You know? Right. And if you can hate somebody all you want, there's a lot of people I hate. But hate them because they're – because you've gotten to know them. You're like, oh, yeah, this person's a piece of shit. I hate them. And not just because we're like, yeah, I'm going to – because, I mean, honestly, really? I mean, can you you hate a person or a whole group of people just because of their race or – sexual orientation or religion that's a lot of hate i mean that's a lot i mean i can't hate millions of people i just can't i just i I don't have that kind of energy to hate that many people you know it's just like like oh my god it was like and like that's so much that's too heavy man i can't love that many people i sure as hell can't hate that many people (laughs) (laughs) i mean the thing for me is that it makes it this like it, it makes it such a broad thing that it's like you're implying that you're omniscient it's like, oh, well, I know everything there is to know about this specific group. It's like, well, do you really? Because, you know, I'm a white dude, and I don't know everything about white people. <laughs> it's like, you you can't know everything there is to know to make a passing judgment on the entire group of anything. Hmm. It's just not, it's not possible. And, I mean, and I prefer that nobody hates me. And and I know people dislike me. I don't like that. Well, I should say I don't like it. Sometimes I don't mind because I'm like, I don't, I don't give a shit about you. I'm glad you don't like me. <laughs> but for the most part, I don't want people to dislike me. Uh, I don't, they don't necessarily have to have them like me, but I prefer they don't dislike me and I prefer they don't hate me. But I understand that some people do. And, and I'm okay with that as long as it's for the right reasons. 
If you're like, hey, you were a dick to me once, or, you know, I don't like, it's like, you know, I got a Spanish English dictionary. I didn't like what you said, right? Okay, fine. <laughs> Hate me for that. Yeah, that, that deserve it, you know, but. I mean, YouTube definitely hates us. Yeah, yeah. You, for YouTube, our let's watches. So. Yeah, YouTube hates us. But I mean, but I mean. Don't hate me because I, I because I wear like Nikes instead of Reeboks, but like well, that's 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 not a reason to hate somebody. I mean, come on, really? Uh, you shop at Ross. Uh, I do shop at Ross. That, that's, that's a good reason to to hate somebody. <laughs> Ross is the shit. Are you <laughs> it's no Marshalls. I shop at Ross. <laughs> I'm just saying, Ross is no Marshalls. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Nah, I, I mean, I go more for Target anyway. But, but I should probably be speaking out a lot more about different things and, you know, and in that. But and I'm not going to say like it's not that uh, it's not worth it for me or I don't want to. It's just this is not the avenue for that. That's not what our podcast mm-hmm. is about. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's been my take on it is that, you know, we are a comedy podcast at the end of the day. So so it, it, that, you know. That's what we try to we try to go to, and so that's why I'm, I'm just kind of making a statement here that we're not we're not taking a a political stance or anything, and saying, you know, what matters, what doesn't matter, what doesn't matter, you know. But I think really, no matter no matter what the what the call is, what the the hashtag is, you know, what people are upset about, it all just really boils down to, you know, people should be treated like people until such time that that person gives you cause not to and 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 that's really just that's that's it but this right here (laughs) this is not how you go about so so let's reverse it (laughs) and let's say let's say that i was like a, a like an uncle ruckus or a clayton bigsby and i'm like you know what all those people that say that, you know, these people need to know their place. I stand with you. And I put on some white face and be like, <laughs> <laughs> and be like, yeah, I don't know what all them uppity, you know, like ends are, are you know, are talking about. And it's like, that's not going to win me any people. <laughs> They're not going to look at them and be like, yeah, he stands with us. But like, no. I just, I don't understand how you can be so completely culturally tone deaf as to look at this and go, huh, this has completely destroyed people's lives and careers and it's been considered completely taboo since at least the 80s. I'm going to do that to show solidarity. <laughs> right. Like, how, how did that, how did that make it, what, and here's the thing, what, what did you expect someone to, to say? Like, okay, so I'm a black person, I look at that and be like, I'm like, hey, thanks very much. I really appreciate what you're doing there by putting all that stuff on you and taking a picture and then washing it off and then going to the grocery store. Because you know exactly how I feel. Because I know when I go to the grocery store, first thing I do is I wash all the black off it. No, wait. No, wait. No, wait. no that doesn't happen. That oh shit. What the fuck was I thinking? No, no, no. I'm like, come on. What, 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 did, you ex- what did you think the outcome of that was going to be? You can't get it praise, and you're like, you know, I just gained fifty thousand more followers on Instagram. They're like, oh, yeah. It just like, for God's sake, especially if you're if you're an internet person, if you're an if you're a quote unquote influencer, as they call it, and you have thousands of eyes on you, learn to read a fucking room. <laughs> yeah. Like at some point, common sense has to take over somewhere. <laughs> 
to be like, you know, this is probably not the best time culturally in America for me to do this. Right. <laughs> and so I just want to say that I support black people in the black cause, and I'm doing this by painting my face black. This brought to you by Maybelline. Like, no, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's like let me let me do the one thing that I've been told not to do for the past forty years. That'll check right out. Right. Yeah, I, I wonder if you just if you put that on and you just walked around town, and be like, you know, yeah, it's um, no, it's it's cool. Yeah, I'm just showing my solidarity. You know, it's okay. I'm taking it back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like now. You know, that was from Daily Mail. And I looked at it, but I didn't really dig too too deep in it because honestly, at that point, I was like, you know, I don't, I can't, I can't go scuba diving in a puddle, and that's about how <laughs> deep this is. But yeah, they yeah, all this is a mile wide and inch deep. <laughs> they all appeared to be foreign, though. Just at a cursory glance, yeah, I haven't like read all the captions or anything. Although I am seeing a video of Alabama's governor apologizing over blackface performance at college. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Yeah, I don't, um... But yeah, it seems like a lot of Germans. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what they say about Germans, so... Yeah, I know. Hmm. Doesn't this, don't you have on your chest a tattoo that says, Die, Bart, die? No, this is German for the Bart, the... Oh, no one that speaks German could be a bad guy. Uh, yeah, I. So I mean, even they. I know they have to have black Germans, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they have to have black Germans. You no, know, I never thought about it. I mean, yeah. So, so I mean, they they've got to know some people. They'd be like, you know, hey, I I've seen black Germans before, and. I I I don't I, I I'm I'm just kind of like what again even even though you're foreign like you said you got to be able to read a room and just be like yeah no but you you brought something interesting though that uh, that I do want to mention which is you said the Alabama governor what again uh yeah here we go um Alabama's governor apologizes over blackface performance at college that's embedded it here in this article so black face performance at college. So I don't know how old this guy is, but I'm I'm willing to bet this probably took place in the eighties. Which would put him in his like fifties or sixties. No, this this is a female governor. Okay, well still fifties or sixties. Yeah, no, she's she's certainly an older lady. If, if it was more recent than that, be like, I'm sorry about the blackface performance I put on back in 2012. Be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what college you go to? Cave under a rock like university? <laughs> but what what was the performance that you did in college that one, the college was okay with, and two, you were like, oh, no, this is fine. This is fine. Like. <laughs> They came up like, they just need to get over it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was Alabama in the 50s. So. <laughs> uh, I just like at, at what point did you. Did, 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 did you be like, yeah, no, I, I think this is fine. It's 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 all in good fun. You know, be like, ah, yeah, uh, I, 
I think we talked about it before, maybe not on the podcast, but there was that Saturday Night Live thing. After that, uh, after that one senator uh, had all of his college pictures surface from his Halloween party where he was in blackface, and uh, SNL did a thing of that where like all the senators were talking about it, and they were like, okay, well, we're going to have to you know, head this off of the past. We don't need too many more news headlines about this kind of thing. Has anybody else done it? And like everybody raises their hands, like, "Well, yeah, but it was, you know, it was back in the '80s when it was cool and funny. <laughs> it wasn't bad then. It's like, no, no, it was still bad then." <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's it's one thing to tell a, you know, like a like a racist or joke of slight. I guess I don't think there is anything that's slightly racist. Once you once you cross the racist boundary, it's just full on racist. I'm like, that's just kind of slightly racist, you know. <laughs> I only yeah, yeah. I only use like five but like the 20 stereotypes in my joke so it's still good it's you know it's like it's like a quarter racist uh yeah i mean that's like saying oh she's only slightly pregnant you know right <laughs> she's getting there but yeah, yeah. Like, like the strip just turned blue so she's not really fully pregnant just yet i mean uh but so it, you know these sometimes saying you know a a Telling a sexist joke or race joke, they're, they're, yeah, they're not, they're not right. But it, it, you know, see, you, so you tell them anyway. Just like you, you tell bad jokes all the time. I mean, people do it. And you're gonna say, "Well, I would do that." Yeah, you do. You do. Everybody does it. You know, it's you made an entire podcast of it. So. It's, it's one thing to, to do one like every once in a while. It's it's another to like put on a whole performance of it and be like, "Hey," and this is all gonna be yeah. just in good fun. Be like, "Ah, who's that fun for?" I decide, I don't I don't understand how how the how these people just kind of somehow talk themselves into thinking that that was okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's that's the thing that like I keep going back to is that it's just it's completely tone deaf. Cuz like you don't see anybody going, "Oh, well, you know, the swastika used to be a symbol of peace, so we're taking it back." It's like nobody does that because they know it's too far gone. There's no way this could ever be construed as a good thing. And in this situation, as far as what they're doing here on Instagram, it's like, this was never a good thing. This started off as a shitty thing. <laughs> You're not even taking it back. You're just trying to put put gold leafing on a turd here. It's it's never going to be okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I can't. That, that would be like me like dressing up as uh or maybe not me but someone dressing up as like uh forget her fucking name but but like the the bad chick from the crucible the one that starts everything off and like going to church yeah. going to church dressed like that I'm like oh it's just it's all in good fun <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no that's that's just that's not what you do man and i'm like uh like how do you how do you convince yourself again that 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 is okay I, I don't understand that. Or, or even how do you let other people convince you that that's okay? I just, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine being so out of touch with reality. And again, you pointed out a lot of these people are overseas. We're right here in the thick of things. We're seeing a lot of bad shit. I mean, I, I've seen things in the past two weeks that I never would have imagined I would see in my lifetime. Shit, I... It's, yeah, I tell you, man, I've seen shit that'll turn you white. <laughs> but oh no, it's too late. I, that's that's, but, that's one of my favorite lines from Ghostbusters. Is <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's what he says. <laughs> uh, but hey, like I said, I don't, I don't really get, like I said, how 
how you could be like, yeah, okay, this this makes sense, or yeah, that uh, okay, yeah, that, that that's that, this this is fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> this is probably gonna work. Anything. So you know, I I've got my my most of my friends are my core friends, you know, and and I know them, I trust them, and none of them would. I think would ever drop an N word around me. Um, even, even if I, even if I was like, I'm going to give you a pass, you know, I like, uh, I don't think any of them would. Uh, and, and even if, if one of them said it, you know, like they, maybe they're quoting something. Right. And I've never, haven't had that happen. Uh, like that's just, that's just not something that, that occurs. They don't, they don't do that. And the thing is because I know them, if they, if it ever came out or one of them ever said it, I wouldn't take offense to it. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, all this time you've been a fucking racist. I've known you for 12 years and I'm just not finding out you're a racist. Holy shit. I mean, like, I'm like, no, I, I wouldn't take it that way. But I will tell you that even with even with my core friends, when I have heard them use the N word, which has been very rare amongst any of them. And normally it's in context of something Maybe they're like now singing a rap song. They're quoting something. There's a twinge in me from people I trust. And I don't believe they're racist at all. But there's a twinge when that first when they first say that. And it's like it's like it's like, ooh, ooh. And I'm like, oh, no, it's it's cool. But, you know, and then, and then it, it passes. But when it first comes out of their mouth, there is a like I, you, I kind of bristle up a little bit. Right. Yeah. And and I'm like yeah, which is totally understandable. And and it's uh, so I, that's why I'm, I'm like at and these are again these are among people I trust, mm-hmm. and I feel that way. And it's it really is it's just a gut reaction. So how do you how do you, how does someone that doesn't have that kind of connection with someone again convince themselves that yeah that that's fine, that's fine. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, but so much of it goes back to just like we said before. It's you know, it's reading the room. It's just it's understanding. This is not the time or place. And we've talked about this a lot off mic. That you know, especially especially me, a big philosophy of mine, even when we're approaching the podcast, is that you know, the the more the more power you give a word, then then you're basically you're giving it the weight that you don't want it to have, you know? And we've talked about this with some of our more, like, off-color jokes in the past, where we've said, you know, eh, do we need to cut that? And I'm always the one who's like, no, because because of that reason. That you don't want to give a word the power that, it, that you don't want it to have. But at the same time, it's like, it hits the point where this is not the time, this is not the place, this is never going to be okay, so just leave it alone and let it lie. Yeah. And so it, it hits that point where it's like, no, there's, there's no point where I'm going to say, Oh, well, you know what? I'm just going to say this and I'm just going to lean into it because it's like, no, there, there's too much going on here and now to where this will ever be a situation where it's okay for me to say it. And, and I'm, and I'm saying that as the one who like constantly falls back on like citing George Carlin and whatever and saying, no, no, this is totally fine. <laughs> Anybody who gets offended can listen to another podcast. I mean, it's like, there's just, there's just like, it hits the point where it's like, no, this is where the line has to be drawn. This is too much. And I just, I cannot grasp being so out of touch as these people. 
Yeah, <clears throat> and I, I, I will say that I appreciate what they were trying to say. And, and when I say I appreciate it, it it's more of like a, 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 in, the, in the same version of an appreciation token, uh, a, to, a trophy, like, oh, thank you for participating. You know, because right, right. I can't really appreciate it because, again, there should have been some thought beforehand, in which case you never would have done that. And and it doesn't look like there was any. So it was almost like a spur of the moment thing, like a, a, almost like it was trending. So I jumped on the bandwagon and was like, oh, where, where, where's where's this bandwagon going? Oh, hell shit. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> I thought this was <laughs> OK. Yeah. Oh, you mean this is the trending hashtag? Okay. <laughs> oh, we're not doing this now. Oops. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, so I decided uh, I'm gonna take part in the uh, the fuck my career challenge, and uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, th- I mean, that to me is like, uh, you know what? I've, I I really want to show like hungry people that I care about their plight, so I'm gonna go eat a meal in front of them. It's like what? No, that doesn't help. Yeah. All that all that does is just make shit worse. Why? Why? Where's the connection here? What are you even doing? Yeah, it's like like when people will say, you know, I'm going to show the plight of like the like you were saying like a homeless person or something. You're like, I'm going to show the plight of them. So you know, I'm going to spend a day on the streets. You know, like like an entire 24 hours or 48 hours on the streets. You know, just surviving off you know whatever I I you know I had with like no with no money in my pockets. I'm like, yeah. okay, just about anybody can do that if you know it's only for 48 hours. Yeah, yeah. But if you, if, if at the end of that 48 hours, like if it was, if let's say you put me in charge, I'm supposed to come get you and you're waiting at like midnight Sunday and I don't show up. That's when shit gets real, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But at midnight Sunday, when I pull up and then, and I've got like a Big Mac waiting for you, here's the keys to your car, I mean, to your house, and, you know, and we, there's a six pack waiting for you in the fridge. Yeah, well, anybody can fucking do that. You're, you're not. Yeah, it's like, it's really tough to soldier through when you're wearing fucking Gucci shades yeah. and a Supreme hoodie. I mean, grow up. And, you know, I was, I think I told this on the podcast once before um, because I'm stubborn like this, but uh, there was a, a prescription I had to take. And, um, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to take it anymore. I was like, you know, I don't really need this. <clears throat> and, um, it was one that you had to wean yourself off of. So you're supposed to like start taking it every other day for like a week and then cut it back to every two days and that kind of stuff. So I'm like, wait, what? No, I don't want to take this anymore. I don't want to not the, I don't want to take this anymore three weeks from now. I want to stop taking it now. But it, there was there was a severe withdrawal and I had encountered that once before when I actually ran out of it and I was like I don't give a shit I don't want to take any more anyway and then um, it was like oh no that's not how this how this prescription works and uh, <clears throat> and it again this this was this was something that was prescribed to me by a real doctor a real licensed medical doctor not not like a doctor feel good or a guy in a van. Um, <laughs> But, you know, like when you, you know, people that are Bernie by the dumpster behind the airport. Right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the people that are you know, like addicts and stuff, they talk about, you know, like itching under the, you know, like it feels like, like I got bugs under my skin. I actually had a situation like that where like like I was itching, but it wasn't on the surface of my of like my arm. It was like under that. And you could rub your arm and all you wanted, but you couldn't. Con- connect with that itch 
and like it just kind of just feeling like irritable. Like you ever woke up some days and you feel like you're out of sync with like the world or like with yourself. Like you know, like for some reason, like like I don't know, something that happened and like like your your body just feels like it's just off. You know, like you tell your hand to move and it moves like a fraction of a second, like after it should. That kind of thing. With increasing frequency, yes, <laughs> it was to me. So it was it was like that, but instead of it being like um. There's like a second or two, it was like three or four seconds, but it wasn't like I was like out of sync like that. Like, like I, you, it just didn't feel comfortable at all. And it sucked, man. I went through that for like two days and I was like, shit, I got to get this, this, um, this thing refilled. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing this. You know, I don't want to take this. And I sure as hell don't want to have to like, again, you know, go for three weeks before I can not take it. And the thing is going the the point the point I'm trying to make is that I looked at that and I said the, these withdrawal symptoms are only going to last for about a week and that's it and at that point I was like okay and I just stopped taking it and it sucked but the thing is I kept looking forward to like Friday and I, and, and you know and where I was like is like doesn't matter yeah this sucks but Every minute that goes by is a minute closer to Friday, yeah. and, and and that's what I and that's what I did. And then of course I took the rest of them and I flushed them down the toilet. And I've done it again since then with other stuff where like, no, you can't just stop taking this. I'm like, yeah, watch me. <laughs> Not the way you should probably do it, but you know, but. Uh, Wait, I definitely think you've got to be a disciplined person by nature to really be able to swing that. But yeah, no, I mean, I can, I can definitely see like the benefits of doing it that way. But the thing is, though, if you have a Friday to look forward to, just about anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. But when you don't know if your Friday is this Friday or next Friday or the Friday after next or the other one that hasn't come out yet, right? Um, <laughs> Like it, it's it's much harder, and then when you don't believe oh, yeah. that Friday's ever going to come, well, you know, you just start believing. You just stop believing that Friday even exists. You know, it goes yeah. it goes Thursday, yeah. Saturday. You know? So, yep. I guess the the point I'm getting all that is like you know going back to what we're talking about, which is I appreciate you know again the the what you were trying to do, but it's not the same because you can't. You can't really put yourself into that, and your 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 attempt was so mis misdirected that right, I, I right. can't I can't really even take you seriously, which is sad yeah, because I, yeah. I don't believe that any of them were trying to make a joke. But it's hard for me to take you seriously now because you didn't really put any thought into it. You know, right, right, and. And, and, and like I, I was talking about this with some other folks about a totally different thing, not even related to this, but it's like you know it it's not that hard to just Google something. You know, typically you can learn the basic gist of what you need to know about something in somewhere between thirty minute thirty seconds to two minutes. You know, it's like it it really doesn't take a lot to go, huh? This would kind of be a mistake, wouldn't it? <laughs> It's like, do you know, two, two minutes of effort, it wouldn't kill you. And like, and again, you know, I don't want to invalidate their efforts, but at the same time, what I see here when I look at these pictures, and I've still got this article open, I'm still scrolling through it, what I see here is the same thing of 
like what really frustrated me during times when like I was dealing with a death in the family or something or dealing with like some really serious personal loss and people would go up to me and say, I know what you're going through. It's like, you really don't. Right. You, you can't like, possibly. You know, right. It's like, and you know, just like looking back on when my grandma died, it's like, you know, even if your grandma died, your relationship with your grandma wasn't necessarily the same as my relationship with my grandma. It's like, you can't possibly know what I'm going through because the way I'm handling this is totally different than the way that you're handling this, period. And so I'm kind of seeing that same, like, level of insensitivity here. And maybe insensitivity is the wrong word, but it's like... You're, you're trying to say, I feel your struggle. And it's like, you have no way of feeling this struggle. There is absolutely no way you can possibly comprehend on the same level as the people that you're trying to reach out to. Right. And so it's just, yeah, I just, I keep going back to the phrase tone deaf, but that's exactly what it is. It's like, it's a, I don't know, maybe, maybe Google it next time. <laughs> to be continued. Uh, right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.